0: Okay, podcast on, video on soon, maybe, there goes it, what's up everybody, it's Big John on Americana the American Way, sitting here late, late at night, you can find me on Rumble Parlor all kinds of podcasting apps. The home base is anchor.fm. And as soon as I get my cigar lit, we'll be underway. So, listen to Lauren uh, Rep. Lauren Bobart take apart... Joe Biden is crackhead parmesan-looking son.
1: On the chief executive, the basement dweller, to hold his own son accountable for his gun crimes, Hunter Biden lied on a federal firearms application, which is punishable by up to 10 years and a $250,000 fine, of which 10% will not be going to the big guy. Rules for thee, but not for my crackhead, Parmesan-smoking gun criminal son. When are you going to call on the chief executive, the basement dweller, to hold his own son accountable for his gun crimes? Hunter Biden lied on a federal firearms application which is punishable by up to 10 years and a $250,000 fine, of which 10% will not be going to the big guy. Rules for thee, but not for my crackhead, Parmesan-smoking gun criminal son. When are you going to call on the chief executive, the basement dweller, to hold his own son accountable for his gun crimes? Hunter Biden lied on a federal firearms application which is punishable by up to 10 years and a $250,000 fine of which 10% will not be going to the big guy rules for thee, but not for my crackhead Parmesan smoking gun criminal son. When are you going to come?
0: So what she's uh, referring to there is well, pretty self explanatory, but uh, Hunter Biden uh, was a criminal. And he lied on a background check. And then when he was afraid he might get caught, he had his girlfriend throw the gun into a dumpster. (laughs) That's awesome. Not really. And mind you, some of this happened while uh, Hunter Biden was uh, under Secret Service protection because his dad was vice president. Uh, More revelations have come out about Hunter Biden using access to his father, then Vice President Joe Biden, to gain influence in business dealings, Uh, it's all on this laptop from hell that the media said didn't exist and was just a uh, smear campaign dreamed up by Trumpers. Well, gee whiz, now Trump's out of office and it's all coming to the light. Amazing, amazing how many truths have changed. How many things that were once called lies and fabrications and uh, whatever of the Trump administration... Are now being called true election audits are finding problems with the results of different uh, states elections I don't know if it's enough to overturn the federal election and I don't think it will overturn the presidential election we have to be real but we also have to point out that the things the media covered up and the social media social media czars like Zuckerberg and uh, the guy that looks like he worships the devil on Twitter, Jack Dorsey the things they covered up The things they banned people from their platforms for. Including banning President Trump. Well, former President Trump. Well, I can say President Trump on Rumble. Whatever. So you see how what was being covered up by the media prior to the election that would have changed the outcome... Is now coming to light. Anyhow, more on how Democrats are creatively coming up with ways to take our gun rights here in a minute or so. This article here on the New York Times, Biden forcefully defends withdraw from Afghanistan. Uh, we're only withdrawing troops there so that he can get into another war somewhere else. But we've long overstayed our welcome, in my opinion. And it's it's not the same as post-World War II, where we had to, you know, keep... Uh, we had to rebuild japan to keep them from falling communist or keep them from going back to the emperor ways of doing things uh, where we had to you know help rebuild half of germany to keep them from going communist and going to uh, going back to where Germany was, you know, Germany rose up, or well, Hitler rose up through the ranks in Germany, because Germany was excessively punished, rightfully so, but excessively punished after World War One, and... keep in mind, World War One was not fought against the Nazis. The Nazis rose to power after World War One. That's not what I'm talking about here. That's just a history lesson for you. Biden vigorously defended his decision to end America's 20-year Afghanistan war asserting that the United States can no longer afford the human or strategic distraction of a conflict, he said, has strayed from its initial mission. The initial mission was to get the terrorist harboring Taliban out of Afghanistan and find Osama bin Laden, who they had been hiding, who they had been letting seek refuge, many Middle Eastern countries denied Osama Bin Laden entrance into their country and he found home with the Taliban in Afghanistan and then after uh, 9-11 he ran and hid somewhere else but this began with President Trump Um, A few September 11th ago, I don't know if it was his first or second or third year in office, but he negotiated this deal and was going to announce it on September 11th that we would withdraw troops from Afghanistan on May 30th of this year. Uh, Biden pushed that withdrawal deadline back to September 11th this year, uh, but whatever Joe Biden's thing is, he wants to say he oh, excuse me ended the Afghan war with the Taliban 20 years to the day after 9/11. And Taliban is going to take Afghanistan back. And really, people in America don't understand the life and the times and the culture of Afghanistan. And we just need to leave Afghanistan alone. The mission was accomplished... And we needed to, once, you know, the Taliban government was taken out of power, we needed to just leave and let the Afghans defend themselves or decide if they wanted the Taliban back in charge. You know, once we realized bin Laden was not in the country, uh, there's a lot to... The post 9 11 Afghan war, you know, uh, September 10th, there was a leader, uh, I think his name was Mossad, and he was the leader of what became known as the Northern Alliance, that was very much opposed to the Taliban. And he would have been a good ally to the United States. Well, Massad was assassinated on September 10th 2001 Uh, so yeah little switch up there or uh, a Little foreshadowing I should have said to what was coming but anyway John Bolton has said public opinion has turned against the war in Afghanistan and Yeah, no shit, John. I never liked this John Bolton guy from the time George W. appointed him. There was just something about his face that I just didn't trust. And he seemed like a a war monger. Uh, He wanted Trump to just outright invade, I think it was Iran. And if you watch real media, you'll see there was... A five or seven country strategy Afghanistan was our foot into the door and then regardless of whether or not bin Laden or other terrorists were in Iraq Iraq was next and then Syria I think Jordan was after Syria according to one of the generals Jordan, Syria, and then Iran. there was like five or seven countries that we were going to try to invade and topple the governments of those countries and put in our own puppet governments. And Afghanistan was the foot in the door. Um, not conspiratorial if a general who was in charge of things at the time said that, you know, the Secretary of Defense, or the Secretary of State, or both, told him this. It's true. So, anyways, former UN Ambassador, National Security Advisor to John Donald Trump. Uh, let's uh, let's reiterate something here. He was a United Nations Ambassador under George W. Bush, and his time as National Security Advisor to Donald Trump was very short-lived. Bolton blamed the past three presidents of the United States for allowing public opinion against the near 20-year war in Afghanistan to change, public opinion to turn against the nearly 20 year war we've been there for 20 years as a liberation force if the afghans don't want us there we don't need to be there you know i don't know what it was like in the first 20 years let's say after world war 2 when the united states was uh, ...occupying Japan and rebuilding Japan and part of Germany. But it wasn't an ongoing war. All the time you hear about soldiers getting killed in Afghanistan uh, in Taliban attacks or random terror attacks in Afghanistan... And what what are we there for? I hear some rumors that our soldiers are guarding the the poppy fields. Well, poppy is one of the key ingredients to heroin. One of the CIA's favorite drugs to traffic. Uh, And this Bolton's just a, a war monger, not a war hawk not a, the United States should be the world policeman. He's part of that military industrial complex that just wants constant wars. So uh, he says here, I do think the public opinion has turned against this war and I blame it squarely on our political leadership for the last 12 years, he told F. Chuck Todd on NBC's Meet the Press. We have not had presidents who have articulated clearly the reason why we are there. All right, John, what, what's the reason? What, let's see, where's where's that? Bolton, who clashed with Trump, who invited the ca- Taliban to Camp David for negotiations, told, told Todd that Biden, Trump, and former President Obama had responsibility to establish a deadline for the U.S. mission in Afghanistan. I think it's our political our political leadership had to explain the nature of the mission and recognize it was protracted. The American people would have understood it. That's how the American people understood the protracted nature of the american deployments in germany and japan to win the cold war there's not a cold war going on right now in afghanistan it's hot for one thing and there are terror attacks every day on our troops not every day but often enough and what is our goal there obviously there's enough of the country that there's not enough support there for the the government that the United States is propping up. Eventually, at some point, people have to defend themselves and say they want their government, or they want to take their government back, whether it's Afghanistan or wherever. And it's a completely different culture from the United States. And I don't mean that in a negative way towards the Afghans, Uh, I mean that in a negative way towards stupid people like John Bolton. Uh, Let's see here. U.S. Supreme Court. How Trump's own Supreme Court justice undercut his Facebook lawsuit. Let's see what they're lying to us about. Former President Donald Trump announced Wednesday that ha- that social media companies have blocked his accounts including Facebook Twitter and YouTube we know that and in doing so he advanced a rather novel legal argument these platforms are not private business in fact state actors ie de facto government entities One must be a state actor to be sued for the First Amendment violation. Uh, Ipso facto, Trump needs the courts to declare social media behemoths such as Facebook as state actors. I don't think they are state actors. I think they are in the same line as newspaper and television uh, reporting. Uh, I think that there needs to be a way that the Section 230 clause where they are not held accountable for things that people post on their platforms as well as people's right to speak freely on these platforms needs to be upheld. Uh, Yeah, we all hate hate speech. But uh, the things Donald Trump said were only hateful in the the opinion of a few media elites. Um, And also they were not hate speech until he became a Republican and the Republican nominee and eventually the Republican president. So, Democrats get creative in effort to take your guns. I mean, stem gun violence. Rachel Maddow. Opinionates. It says reports, but she doesn't report. She opinions. She opines. I think is the word. Whatever. Rachel Maddow on several initiative, uh, in- innovative initiatives around the U.S. that attempt to work around legal protection to address gun the gun inequity. Gun. In that American problem of gun violence. The uniquely problem. Good god, I need my I need new glasses so I see better with them on. So Rachel Maddow, let's hear what Rachel had to say. Oops, let's go back here.
2: Um, below the, I mean, on the democratic side, there is all this, all that stuff that I just described going on with the administration today. Um, below the federal level at the state level today, we just got a really interesting new law in New York state passed by the democratic legislature in New York state signed by that state's democratic governor. It's a new law that would allow individual communities in New York or the state attorney general in New York, um, to sue gun makers, to sue gun manufacturers for the harm that is caused by the illegal use of guns, the criminal use of guns in New York state. Again, this new law just signed uh, in, in New York. It's, this is something that is definitely going to go to court. But there is a federal law that's not that old, that was passed by a Republican Congress, signed into law by a Republican president. There's this federal law that, was, that is designed to shield gun manufacturers from lawsuits. That this runs right up against and arguably that federal law has really never been properly tested well here's blue state New York today going on offense to say hey we'll test it we want to be able to treat gun manufacturers like the tobacco companies got treated or like any other company that makes products that kill people uh, that society otherwise has to clean up after without their help that innovation That policy innovation, which, again, will definitely be tested in the courts, uh, coming today out of New York, right on the heels of something from the West Coast. San Jose, California, the biggest city in Silicon Valley, enacting a new regulation by which local gun owners in San Jose will be required personally to get liability insurance. Because gun ownership has proven to be something that inherently poses a risk to others, Uh, they want gun owners to have to buy liability insurance. They also want an annual tax for gun owners to defray local expenses in dealing with gun crimes. And again, that that too will end up in court. But that's the community of San Jose, California, relatively.
0: All right, go to hell, Rachel. Uh, How many legal gun owners are the... responsible for gun crimes the hundreds of people that were shot or involved in gun crime over the 4th of July weekend how many of them were shot by legal gun owners like myself You see it's not the gun that's the problem it's not the gun owner that's the problem. It's not the manufacturer of the gun that's the problem. It's the criminal who is using the gun that is the problem. The majority of people that go out and pass a background check and legally possess a firearm of any type, rifle, Pistol, BB gun, pea shooter cap gun, pop gun, shotgun, whatever boomstick you own, you have the right to own that. And also, you're generally a responsible person looking to either be a sportsman which will be target shooting going out to the range and firing off a few rounds a hunter or someone that needs to protect yourself from criminals with guns so do we go after the criminal element that is You that eh, maybe some of them go out and buy a gun legally if they're really stupid, or do we go after the criminal element that's selling guns on the black market? There have been many undercover camera tests by conservative and liberal news sources that have gone out to say, well, let's see how easy it is to purchase a firearm at a gun show where the liar, lying liar, Joe Biden, says there are no background checks. Oh, well, the undercover cameras pick up gun show dealers saying, no, you can't just walk in here today and Walk out with a gun with no background check, you know, when I got uh, my first gun, they had to pick up a phone, I had to write down a bunch of information, my FBI background check, they had to make a phone call, I had to stand there while the guy was on the phone, and he had to get approval to sell me my gun that's how guns are sold you have to get a background check so all these new things these liability insurances the right to sue a gun manufacturer only makes us weaker as a society irresponsibility is the key to gun violence fatherless homes Drugs and gangs are key elements to gun violence, but those are bigger societal problems that the liberals don't want to address, because those are hard. It's easy to go after gun manufacturers. Uh, It was easy to go after cigarette companies and get them to stop advertising. And cigarette smoking is very much on the decline in America because you don't see advertisements for it anymore. Now, I understand in grandma and grandpa's day, people didn't know that smoking was bad for you. But my generation and thereafter, we know the dangers. There's a big warning label on the side of every pack of cigarettes. This will kill you. We can know how dangerous it is. Guns cannot be a weapon of death or injury unless they're in the hands of the wrong person, a criminal. But these laws will hurt the gun companies, which they'll just move their manufacturing overseas and their headquarters overseas. And then we'll have to make a new law on the import of guns. But it's not gonna stop the illegal gun trade, which, guess who's in charge of that? Guess who trades a lot of illegal guns? What was it? What was the uh, Operation Fast and Furious? Remember that little fiasco? Where our government was selling guns to the Mexican cartels on the border. And those guns were being used to kill border agents. That's right. The good old U.S. of A. government is involved in the illegal gun trade. How will this law apply to them. Well, folks, I bid you farewell. Pray for each other. Pray for mercy. Pray to God to have mercy on the United States. Until next time, have a good time, Good night, good day, Wherever, whatever it is where you are. And I'll see you next time. Thank you so much.